I'd rather listen to his podcast, huh? Dude, it's educational. And besides, I've been wanting to listen to this one. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. Before we begin, just want to remind you to like, subscribe, follow wherever you listen to us so you don't miss any episodes or bonus stuff that we do. I'm Sandra. I'm Carly. And it's another one, y'all. You seem to really enjoy the last fact versus fiction that we did where I basically yelled at y'all for an hour about safe anal sex and loot. And y'all seem y'all seem fairly on board. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, so we thought we'd have another go. So this is fact versus fiction number two, electric boogaloo. Um, <laughs> to be named. <laughs> we don't have a name yet. I thought we had a name, but then Sandra was like, "No, no, I'm waiting for something to come organically." I'm still procrastinating. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I've been putting off recording this for like a good half. No, it's fine. So we just need to say to start. Carly did a tremendous amount of research about this topic because they were very understanding about my absolute not giving a under hootie whatie about what the heck this is and why it's such a big deal in what I think I've seen in fan fiction and being one that haven't really I didn't really know that this was a thing you're reading the wrong fan fiction mate no but I just didn't know this was a thing so (laughs) once I came across it I was like Carly <laughs> she did she did come to me I had I had various ideas and again because I tend to read predominantly male male fan fiction my ideas were mostly centered around male male sex anal sex things like that and she was like oh wait I have one what is the deal like some really like shitty old American comedy what is the deal with airline food you know what is the deal with this mm-hmm. and I was like do you want me to put that on the list and she went yes please mm-hmm. <laughs> I have questions so we put it on the list and we agreed this was going to be the next one we did. And I sat around with panic for about three days and then text her and went, I need questions because I don't know what you don't know. Help me. Mm-hmm. And Sandra very helpfully supplied various different questions about various different topics to give me something to actually talk about instead of just me going, I don't know. So there, fact versus fiction, number two, episode two, Electric Boogaloo. This week, squirting female ejaculation whatever you want to call it and those are two different things we'll get into that in a minute but let's let's just go with squirting first and foremost so a couple of disclaimers disclaimer one this this phenomenon is exclusive to people with vaginas and female reproductive systems and organs however we are fully inclusive here and y'all know i'm one of them Just because you might have female reproductive organs, you might own a vagina, you might own it very reluctantly. That does not make you a woman. It is not a symbol of womanhood, no matter what wizard Karen wants you to fucking think. Okay? So I will try my best to use gender-neutral terms, assign female at birth, AFAB, things like that. I'm not trying to trigger anybody. You know, there are plenty of trans men that own these organs and would be capable of doing this if they so chose there are plenty of afab non-binary people you know gender fluid people owning these organs does not make you a woman and i am not out here saying that they do okay so i'm gonna try and be gender neutral but you know i I, i've worked all week i'm tired if the occasional woman slips through 
please forgive me. You know that's not what I, what I think or how I feel. Okay. Disclaimer the second. <laughs> I am not a sex expert. I've tried repeatedly to pass the exam, but it just won't let me. So this is for entertainment purposes only. Or if you're coming to get some ideas for some smutty porn that you might want to write. It is not intended in any way to replace actual, real medical advice. If you have any concerns about your intimate health, no matter what your genital configuration may or may not be, seek help from a professional doctor. I am not a doctor. This is not intended to be legitimate medical advice. It's entertainment purposes only. Okay. Sandra made me put that one in. (laughs) I was only going to do a disclaimer about AFAB things. And she was like, I put this in the description. Carly, after we had that whole discussion about anal lube and you were giving me stories about what people do, it's just better. (laughs) It's just better. Let's put the disclaimer out. (laughs) I don't have any horror stories to this one. I've never heard of this going bad. Okay. Um, I'm sure if you give me five minutes, I can find it. That's okay. (laughs) But I don't Unfortunately, this this particular topic does not lend itself well to eels in your abdominal cavity. <laughs> oh no, mm. not thinking something horrible that I was having conversation with my husband the other day. But I'll keep it to myself, and I will tell you, Sandra, when we are done. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, all that out of the way. All that out of the way. Now, let's start at the beginning. I've always found that to be the best. What does it mean to squirt? So this is taken directly from a website that I've probably linked further down. So this is a direct quote, squirting, a sexual phenomenon where someone expels liquid from their genitals during pleasure. Now, again, this is only something that you can do if you have AFAB genitals. If you have assigned male at birth genitals, that's just called ejaculation. You can't do anything fancy with that. I mean, you can if you get your prostate involved and stuff, but that's a whole different, it's a whole different topic. Okay. This is only something that you can do if you have a subject. So I'm assuming if you're here, you're probably not like a complete newbie to the topic. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. Maybe you've just heard about it in weird corners of the internet. But the big question, whenever it comes up with anybody that I have spoken to, try not to, but it does come up with conversation sometimes. Or on the wider internet at large, and it was Sandra's first question as well. Sorry, I said I wouldn't out you, but this one was that's fine. Yeah. I'm all you about weren't being f- outed when it comes to this. <laughs> you weren't the first person to ask you this question because mm-hmm. I asked another um friend of mine, I was like, I'm gonna this. Do you have questions? But we had had a discussion about this from a fic that we both read, mm-hmm. and that was their immediate it's just so the big question that always comes up around squaring is it just pee? Is it just urine, guys? Mm-hmm. And that was my other friend's first question. And that was Sandra's first question as well. <laughs> is it pee? Okay. Uh, maybe. Is the <laughs> I can't give you a definitive answer. I'm on several watch lists for my various Google searches now, guys. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Question mark, shrunky face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Okay. So... As with most things relating to female sexuality, and I don't, I'm not limiting that just to assigned female at birth reproductive organs, but anything to do with females tends not to be particularly well explored by the medical community. Mm-hmm. In line with everything else that has to do with 
an assigned female at birth body. Very little research been done on this. Only small studies by small labs, nothing intense, nothing, you know, nothing that's in science weekly or whatever, science monthly. Quarter. There's a scientific fucking journal. I can't remember how often it comes out. There is one. <sighs> so what I found now I'm on several watch lists <laughs> is right. Lab tests have been done with various different women with varying different results. Okay. Some of those tests have come back to say the fluid that is expelled is 100% urine. Some of those tests come back saying it's urine mixed with other things. Some come back saying it's no urine present at all. So it seems to be dependent on the person, Mm. which is really unhelpful. I appreciate. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't tell you, is it P? Is it not? Definitively, don't know. Mm -hmm. Depends on you. What I can tell you is a lot of these studies would have... um, participants fully empty their bladder beforehand before starting any kind of stimulation or anything like that okay and then towards the point of orgasm would scan the bladder so they'd empty the bladder it'd be scanned to be confirmed it's empty they would scan the bladder again sort of you know towards the point of climax and the bladder would have refilled mm. and then scanned a third time after the orgasm and the bladder would be empty again so I would say there's like just on the basis of that, it points to it being urine. But again, obviously these samples are tested and they come back with differing results depending on the person, you know? And depending on how hydrated you are too. Like is your body like fully hydrated and or are you like dealing with some mm-hmm. dehydration issues? And okay. Yeah. Interesting. So it's there's no there's no one straight answer. And until until we smash the patriarchy and burn down capitalism, I doubt very much there will be, you know? Mm-hmm. We can't figure out something that happens to every, well, pretty much every assigned female at birth person on the planet if they don't do it. change <laughs> things. We don't know what, what the fuck is going on with menopause. And everybody who owns a uterus, or rather ovaries, goes through that unless you have your ovaries removed or you're taking different hormones, whatever. If you have ovaries, eventually you run out of eggs and your body goes, oh shit, no, and mm-hmm. freaks out. Mm-hmm. And we still don't know how to deal with that. So mm-hmm. yeah, don't yeah. count on this being a priority anywhere. <laughs> Follow up to that question because maybe this is not the next <laughs> biggest question that gets asked, but it's certainly one that comes into everybody's mind. But what about porn? Okay. Because if you, if if squirting is not something that you actually experience, maybe you've only ever seen it or heard about it in porn, and you think that's how it's supposed to be. It's not, guys. It's not. Okay. Take it from an expert in this one thing. I'm not a doctor. Don't come to me for real medical advice. I don't know, and I'll probably cry at you. Don't do that. If you are watching porn that proclaims to be squirting on 99% of it as women paid right mm-hmm. there's no nice way to say that it it that's and it's not accidental that's conscious okay and I will point to two things 
if you squirt during sex, it doesn't have that kind of pressure behind it for a start off. It, but it's they're peeing, guys. They're peeing. There's no nice way to say it. Okay, it doesn't have that kind of pressure behind it. You can't start and stop it mm. like you see in porn, and it doesn't last that long either. You know, think how long it takes to fully empty your bladder and then transplant that number over the length of time that seems to last in porn, and you'll find the average up to about the same. Okay, so we're just talking about very, very hydrated ladies or, you know, um, assigned female at birth people. I'm just saying because a lot of the squirting porn you see tends to be heterosexual. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't know how these how these actresses, actors identify. So very, very hydrated people consciously peeing 99% of the time. I'm sorry if that's ruined <laughs> porn for some of you. <laughs> My bad, but it, it just is. Okay. So it's it. more for the performance. It's it's more for yeah. the performance factor. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's more for the it's more for the performance factor. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I just not being not being a cis male, which is what a good percentage of porn is made for and geared towards. I can't tell you how that comes across. How that this opens you know. up more questions. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Go on. I'll try and answer off the cuff. No, because I mean, I've I've heard of, I guess, what a golden shower is that? What those are called? Basically, is that like what that uh-huh. is then, or is that something different? Is that a, like another separate like kink thing? That's a separate kink. Okay, all right. Well, that'll be another time. So it's like <laughs> it's like I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse it me. Seems guys. like somebody who wants to have a lot of liquid involved in 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 their in what they're doing that's that's what i'm saying i don't know that's it for I, for for that for that like for porn purposes if we're talking about that like that's what i'm viewing that as like but i suppose for porn purposes if you think like i don't know how common it is in porn films that are made now but like fake cum being thrown everywhere because you've got an actor who's you know just thinking maybe of the boys is- <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is the fourth scene they've done this week and okay. they got nothing in the tank okay <laughs> so they come and the director decides that that's not enough and they'll get out the squirty bottle and chuck mm. some more about again mm-hmm. i don't know if that's common in porn that's made in 2023 but it mm-hmm. used to be common this is the same kind of thing mm-hmm. you can't necessarily make everybody squirt we'll get mm-hmm. on to that mm-hmm. and even if you can Maybe it's not as dramatic mm-hmm. as you want it to be. You yeah, know, I'm I'm specifically thinking of American porn because that, you know, like, the, <laughs> like it's all it's not all fake, but like it's like the sounds are really emphasized and fake. Yeah, yeah, and things like that. Yeah. Same kind of deal. You know, mm-hmm. maybe the maybe maybe the the person could actually do this in real life, but it's not going to be as flashy and dramatic. Yeah. That makes me think of fucking like. LED lights or something <laughs> you know so they're like right. okay how can we fake this mm-hmm. well you can't fake that with you know a bottle of fake cum so would yeah. you mind being on count mm-hmm. yeah so it's essentially it's kind of it's the same act as a golden shower but with a different intent behind it mm-hmm. okay so does that make a different thing it kind does of. yeah kind yeah of. yeah I guess you know yeah yeah and i i point back to earlier on 
if you see this in porn, that person is very hydrated. So the liquid is as clear as it can possibly be. Yes. Whereas I think if you were looking at like an actual golden shower king, that probably wouldn't be the case because you want it to be very yeah. obvious. Yeah. Yeah. What that liquid is. That makes a lot of sense also because yes, yeah, you definitely need to be really hydrated for that to. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> and apparently, apparently in 2023, that's not healthy anymore. I feel like in the 90s and the early 2000s, it was just like you pee clear and like you're super hydrated and that's great. Now doctors are going, you shouldn't be that hydrated. Please stop. You're damaging things. Stop it. Like, so your mind, I don't know. Please. <laughs> Guys, please. You know, it was like bacon was healthy and then it wasn't healthy and it's irrelevant. Do your own research on whether you should pee clear or not because there's different opinions out there. So, yeah. Is it pee? Maybe. Is it pee in porn? Yes. Is okay. basically how we're going to summarize that. Okay. So, next point, next question that was asked to me is it really the female version of male ejaculation? Now, obviously, female, assigned female at birth. Da, 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 we went through this at the beginning. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so many of these questions were answered with maybe. So, mm. there are two, there are schools of thought in this matter. And some of them say that squirting and female ejaculation are two different things which i didn't know about until i started researching this so you're feckin' welcome guys you're welcome <laughs> so uh dr adrian lana lara even who is a real doctor she's a real doctor you can go and ask her questions she exists she's real there is a link to any articles and things that i've pulled from there will be um i will link y'all to my google document and all the articles and stuff in there so you can go and read the bits that i haven't necessarily chosen so dr lara breaks it down thusly if it's fluid from the i probably should have googled how to pronounce this skeins i'm going to assume skeins that's what it looks like yeah so it's spelled s-k-e-n-e skeins skeins one if it's fluid from there that's female ejaculation okay Female ejaculate has creatine, urea concentration, and contains prostate-specific antigens. And if you're sitting there thinking, assigned female people at birth don't have prostates. No, they don't. But again, the, the vagina is a mystery to modern medicine because they don't fucking care. So while we don't have prostates, or assigned female at birth people don't have prostates, there's still like some glands and stuff going on in there that might function in similar ways but we mm -hmm. will get on to that in a minute so female ejaculate creatine urea concentration prostate specific prostate specific antigens that serve to protect the urethra that is their job and that would be a small amount of milky white fluid i can't fucking talk milky white fluid this is how dr lario would define female ejaculate Okay, so, but if it's fluid from the skein's gland plus urine, she would define that as squirting. Mm -hmm. So that is a much larger amount of fluid, enough to make the person think maybe they've wet the bed or table, countertop, sofa, carpet, floor, that wherever you might be getting it on. Mm -hmm. Not judging. Wherever you get it on, if this happens, it's a large amount of 
And the, th- <laughs> the third option is it's just urination during intercourse. It's just straight up pee, and that's called coital incontinence, and you would want to see a doctor about that. Mm-hmm. Completely different. So follow-up to that, what is the skein's gland? First and foremost, I want you all to know, skein is a man that discovered it. That's why it's named that way. That upsets me on a very visceral level. Can we have nothing? Nothing. No. It has to be named after a fucking man. And when, mm. I, say, when I say we, although I do not identify as a woman, I am assigned female at birth. I, am, I reluctantly own a vagina, so hi, I'm we. I'm involved. It upsets me. Okay. So the skein's gland is, it's part of, well, it's two small ducts located along both sides of the urethra, sort of in the front part of the vaginal wall. So if you imagine, if you imagine what like the front face of the vagina looks like, and you have like the actual vaginal opening, and then above that, you have the clitoris and the urethra is in between those two things. And these glands run alongside the urethra. So it's a little face off. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's also known as the female prostate, which is coming from where we were a minute ago. The glands aren't actually the same as they are in assigned male at birth people, but there are similarities in them in that these glands can drain fluid into the urethra in much the same way as the prostate drains fluid into the urethra. In assigned male people at birth, um, basically because they only have one pipe <laughs> and everything has to go in there. <laughs> so, you know, it seems like poor design to me, but all right. So that's basically, that's, that's why it's nicknamed the female prostate, not because it does anything, you know, fabulous and wonderless, wonderful like the male prostate can, just because it can drain fluid into a pipe and people who name things that's stuff apparently uh. <sighs> okay <laughs> i don't know what to tell y'all i don't know what to tell y'all okay so it's also suspected that these glands influence or make up a portion of the female g-spot we will get onto that a bit further down i'm saying down because i'm reading from a thing but it'll just be like later on in the episode for you the glands are also comprised of the same tissue as the clitoris. I don't want to know how anybody found that out. Mm. That upsets me. Mm-hmm. So these glands play an important role in sexual health, but also in like urinary health and all that, mm-hmm. all that goodness. So as we discussed, they release fluids into the urethra, which helps lubricate it, which is a whole bunch of medical shit that I don't yeah. want to think about because it upsets me. And if you don't know what the urethra is... Um, why are you here <laughs> first of all <laughs> you need to take like about five big steps back and start a biology 101 that's the mm. tube that connects your bladder to the outside that's the feature so <laughs> go back catch up come back to us we'll wait it's okay <laughs> so let's lubricate the urethra it is also thought that these glands contain antimicrobial substances which help prevent urinary tract infections I don't know how good they are at that, mm-hmm. but the rate at which assigned female at birth people tend to contract urinary tract infections, I feel like they should fucking step it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Pro tip for anybody out there, pee after sex. Mm-hmm. Even if you, pee, you don't need to, pee anyway. That will help yeah. massively. If you're like, why do I always have a UTI? Are you peeing after sex? If you're not, do that. Mm-hmm. Is he washing his dick before sex? If he's not, make him do that. Mm-hmm. Make a world of difference in your life. Yay. Yeah. 
Yep. Sex advice from Callie. <laughs> <laughs> so another way that it is similar to the assigned male at birth prostate gland, when aroused, it it swells up like the clitoris does and helps. No, I don't know. It's just sensation, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, blood rushes to that area and all the things there swell up. Yeah. Is basically. Um, which, is, which is supposedly always a very good thing. <laughs> You're dealing allegedly. With <laughs> allegedly. So we're told. So as they as the increased blood flow happens and they swell up, these glands secrete mucus containing fluids, which is honestly the most disgusting string of words anybody's ever put together during sex. Mm. Oh, that upsets me. I had a very <laughs> fucking bit. You ever read a fic and someone refers to something? by a word that makes you visibly oh can i just say there's just and i understand some people do like this there's there's certain descriptions of it that i just i don't share with the class no you can't just do like certain things i'm just not a big thing of like when they call it stringy and it's Ooh. like you know <laughs> <laughs> oh that's upsetting Oh, scream! Or like you know, or just like it's, it's still connect. Like I, I'm oh. just. I know you and I. I think we both have a similar thing about like spit and stuff like that. And it's just like, I, it, it's, it's not my favorite like description of it. It's fine. It's just like I don't need to know the consistency of this right now. Like that's no. something that I need to know about. But I some have people, some people like that. Some people have some people like those descriptions. That's all fine real good. I personally not no. a, not a big fan of that. That's that's not something no. I need in explicit details on. So that's kind of my thing. Yeah. Can yeah. I just say we went so vastly <laughs> different then. And it speaks very much to the type of fanfic that we read. Mm-hmm. When you read more um, reader insert things, so you were like, like descriptions of of consistencies <laughs> of fluids upset me. And I was going to be like, if you call a cock a prick in your fanfic, I'm out. <laughs> I'm uh, British. A prick is a person. It's mm. not a dick. If I, I call you I've a prick. I have ever read that in something. Oh, no. Do you, you get that, that a lot? It's not very prevalent in the supernatural fanfic right. fandom, I will say, but it is prevalent in um, some other fandoms that I'm in, mm, and okay. I don't like it. Okay, I'm, I'm side eye member as well, just so you're all aware. <laughs> if that's in your fit, I'm not instantly out. I mean, I'm not instantly out with prick unless it's really, like, really clangs with what you're trying to write. But if I- you put member. I'm side eyeing it. Yeah, oh. I, mean, I, th- I think I think it's it's that's where it gets difficult because I was gonna say that's where it gets hard. <laughs> that's what she said. But um, <laughs> like because you don't know how often to reuse a word. And it's like you can only like you know okay, it's just gonna be cock. It's just gonna just gonna keep saying cock and say dick. Um, you know, I don't even really like to use penis that much. Like it's just like you just don't oh, because no, then it, it becomes yeah. medical. Um, yeah. but it's like sometimes different different words as they're or like who's saying whatever word sounds a little bit different like you know so being conscious mm-hmm. of like how is the sex going and does that change the way the words being used you know like that kind of stuff so i don't know no but for me it's it's just the yeah this description of fluid sometimes is just a little i don't need all that especially if it gets like eh, like 
I don't like stringy. I don't like stringy. (laughs) And can I say, as someone who has, you know, tried to conceive, those are all words that are associated with the consistency of you look for certain things when you're trying to conceive to see if you're ovulating and things like that. That might be a big thing, like for like breeding kink, then that might be a thing where, you know, like if people are reading that, then maybe that's a thing that they're, they're going for, you know? Maybe. So again, it's just, yeah, personal preference. I'm just not a big, big fan of that, that kind of stuff. And on the okay, back of that, so after secreting mucus-containing fluids. Uh, <laughs> deeply, deeply upsetting. If you if you were in here and being like, huh, do you feel my voice is talking about squirting? I hope you're thoroughly fucking put off now. So oh, as we become stimulated, they secrete the ick. <laughs> which a benefit of that is lubrication during um the vaginal intercourse mm-hmm. whatever you're putting in there it helps pull stuff in there you know that's yeah one of the only benefits in my trans opinion of owning a vagina is it's a nice self-lubricating system you know you don't it sorts itself out mm-hmm. but researchers also believe that these the fluid excretions from these glands uh, potentially account for female ejaculation as opposed to squirting mm-hmm. so Y'all, please know we've reached the end of the icky science. All right, that's it. I don't think there's any more icky science. <laughs> you know, it's like, what is it? Where does it come from? Is it pay? Uh, honestly, I just wanted to answer the question of is it pay, mm-hmm. and then that led me down this concentric fucking rabbit hole where I was like, I'm gonna need to explain all of this now. That was very because helpful, Carly. Thank you. Thank you for I doing that research. Well, you can't just go, maybe, and then leave it. I have to be like, okay, well, maybe it's this, and maybe it's that, and maybe it's the other. But that is, if you were tuned off by the, the icky science talk, it's over now. Now we're into the um, um <laughs> mental aspect of it, maybe. Might be the right word. Hmm. So the next question that I was asked, and again, I'm going to out Sandra. Sorry, Sandra. It's okay. Why is it such a big deal? (laughs) Which is a fair question to ask. So what is the hype? What is the hype, guys? I think a lot of the hype around this is because it's not necessarily something that every person can do. Like, Mm -hmm. if you have penis... Unless there is something, you know, unless there is a medical issue, mm-hmm. probably can ejaculate mm-hmm. without much difficulty. You know, obviously, different things and medical and da da But let's just say, like, your average common garden variety human, if they are in possession of functioning testicles and a functioning penis, they can ejaculate, and that's normal. Mm-hmm. You know? But again, yeah. ooh, the mistress of the female body. <laughs> Fucking hell. Do we know how to make them orgasm? No. Shit. Well, if we don't know how to make them orgasm, how can Let's we make, make a pee? How, <laughs> how do we know how to make them do this fancy one? Figure it out. All right. So oh I think that's God. what a lot of the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the hype mm-hmm. around it comes in. So Sandra, not only was Sandra's question, why is it such a big <laughs> deal? She had follow-up points to that. <laughs> so point first, what does it stimulate for the receiver? The assigned female at birth person, the vagina owner, however reluctantly, the person that is attempting to achieve this feat. 
Mm-hmm. All I can say is it's usually more intense. That's kind of that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. It's usually more intense. I suppose I should probably caveat at this point, and again, if you're uncomfortable, Sandra, cut this out. This is something I can do. This is something Sandra can't I don't do. know if I can because I've never She's never had a go. Tried it. Um yeah. so my question, okay, I'm gonna throw this in. Is this oh god typically and again, I don't know if you know the answer or not. Is this typically something that would occur after you've already orgasmed, say multiple times? Like, do you have to build up to this? Or is this like a would this happen? Can this happen the very first time? Like, is it like a mult is it a multiple session? Like you have to do this a few times during one session before this happens. Like, do you have to orgasm before? Do you have to build can up I, to it? Can I defer that to a point further down for the likely answer? Yes. Yes. Cracking. So, yeah, balls out. I uh, I can do this. God, I hope none of my family listen to it. <laughs> so it's 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 more more intense. Okay. I wouldn't. I would hesitate to say more pleasurable, but mm. I do talk about that later. But okay. it's more intense. Okay. Does the receiver <laughs> literally black out? Apparently, this is something that Sandra has read in fix. Yeah. And again, Sandra reads much more uh, male, female, heterosexual reader insert fix than I do because, uh, quite simply, I own these genitals. I know how they work. It's boring to me. And secondly, I very much wish I didn't own these genitals. I would like to read things with genitals I wish I owned. And then you have someone with these genitals that doesn't know. <laughs> I have to know everything. It's, it's my curse to bear. I want none of this and all of it works better than intended. No. You're just shoving it all at me, right? Yeah. Here. We've now reached the point in the episode where the Yorkshire comes out. <laughs> Sorry in advance. So just the receiver, the orgasming person trying to keep it very gender neutral. Do they literally black out? Um, well, no. <laughs> it's the answer to that. No more than anybody normally blacks out from an orgasm. Okay. If you are the kind of person that orgasms so hard, you briefly see God and disconnect from reality, yeah, you might do. Mm-hmm. But if you're like the rest of us mere mortals that shut your eyes and maybe thank God, you know, no. No, no. No more than anybody would normally black out from an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So fanfic centric question. Yay, we love a fanfic centric question. Why does Dean, <laughs> specifically Dean, apparently Sam gives zero fucks about this. Why does Dean always feel like he's getting a gold star when he does it? Oh gosh. So I would <laughs> my guess on this is again, it's harder to achieve. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no I don't want to say there's hard and fast rules for helping an assigned male at birth person achieve orgasm but there are you know there are some some tried and tested methods you could fall back on mm-hmm. usually a lot of women are assigned female at birth people rather apologies it's a bit like being handed a puzzle box and it looks that like it looks similar on the outside and maybe the thing that you've tried with the last five puzzle boxes work but maybe this one's just a little bit different mm-hmm. so you gotta you know Everybody's just got a little, a little bit of a different. You know, there's, a, there are no tried. And there's different methods. switches for everybody. Everybody's got yeah. a different, a different, not necessarily playbook, but 
things that your body reacts to differently and things that people do to your body that are different. Yeah, that's exactly. definitely thing. And I think one of the, the nice things about sort of talking about this too, is that if you're, if you're with a partner that you're comfortable with, these kinds of topics can come up and you can discuss, you know, well, have you ever done this before? Have you ever done that before? I just find it interesting that, and I think now, and I, I'm just talking from like a female perspective of it. I, I think the whole breaking down the, that, you know, porn, and I, I know this isn't a thing generationally, but well, generationally for me, I could say probably more often than not porn was considered when I was a lot younger. It's just the thing that guys watched and it be, slowly became more of like, but, and you get into the male gaze and all of those different things where I think um, fan fiction, especially I think for me and and maybe a lot of other people too, becomes sort of this portal into these are so many different things that you can experience with a partner, with someone else. And that makes discussions happen, different things like that. Mm -hmm. So I find that, and I've, I've said this before, I think a lot of what I've read um, fan fiction stuff is just like giving me like, well, what's that? Well, how does that work? Oh, maybe that's a thing, you know, that might be fun to try or whatever. So, because I think, uh, I don't know, you might think differently about this, Carly porn. And I've, you know, watched my share of it, but it's just not the same to me because I think fan fiction can be much more about emotion and your brain and like, I need a buildup, you know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. just like, not just watch, watch something and there we go. So it's like, I have to have, unless it's Dean, then that doesn't matter. I can watch <laughs> Dean and that'd be a thing. But um, yeah, it's just having that build up that connection. And sometimes it just kind of like opens up the floodgates, you know, so to speak. So, you know, you kind of like mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're experiencing things a new or different or seeing another option out there. So sorry, ranting, but yeah, that's because I just wouldn't have even thought about anything like that, or even known that that was a thing. And I don't know if you would get that question unless say it was a partner who knew about it and who then maybe like brought it up because either they like doing it or they've seen it or heard about it or such and such. So it becomes Mm -hmm. about conversation and comfort with, I think your sexual partner to explore that as an opportunity or an option to do. Sorry. Yeah. So even though I could say I haven't, like, I just don't know. (laughs) You'd be like, I don't know what I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. But that is, that is kind of the basis for a lot of, um, you know, from Sandra's perspective, female sexuality, there's no, nobody seems to care enough to figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. maybe there is some tried and true, you know, tried and tested methods. Maybe there is a few things that if you do this to 97% of assigned female at birth people you encounter, you know, or mm-hmm. 100% of people, 97% of them will have an orgasm. You know, mm-hmm. ma- maybe there are them, but nobody seems to be in a rush to find out. <laughs> so if it's that, if it's that... I don't want to. I don't want to say difficult because I feel like that plays into the stereotype that it's a, a, a female, you know, a, a woman problem. Mm-hmm. And again, not all people that own vaginas are women. Da 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 da. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I feel like that kind of that plays into that stereotype, 
that it's you know it's it's their problem and men shouldn't have to put any effort in well but if it's if it's that difficult um you know complex or you know just requires more slightly more effort to make someone uh, to make a female assigned female at birth woman you know pick your pick your pro- pronoun or descriptor yeah orgasm normally uh, like it's even harder to make this happen so if you do and you deem and you thrive <laughs> on being told what a good boy you are and what a good job you did you're gonna be like uh, fucking you know mm-hmm. face pumping and high-fiving people mm-hmm. which is that's I, kind of yeah i mean i'm kind of like too i'm thinking about it in terms of like say you've got I don't know. Say you've got an appliance or an electronic device or whatever, right? And you just want to get the basics. You just want to know how do I get this to do like play, record, whatever. But then if you really are interested, you will look at your user's manual or you will look at the menu and you will go through the options and you will find out all the different things that this device can do. So I think it has to do with how interested either you are that owns the device yourself or say somebody who wants to play with your device and wants to figure out all the different ways and what you can do if I press this button or I go into this option or I check this menu out. So yeah. I can see Dean as being very, He's I want to figure out cover to cover all the things backwards. you could do. And let's see if I push this, what happens here. So yes. I get that. Yeah. I get that part of it, but it just, I, I've read it. It just seems like a very much like, just like hooting and hollering. Like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got this habit. I'm just like, ah, okay. <laughs> just, I don't, I don't know how true to life that is, you know. But I mean, something, something we'll discuss in mm. in another one of these episodes is, you know, the propensity for fan fictions to think that refractory periods don't exist. So, you know, Stay that's kind of that, <laughs> that is that is the point of these. You know, I don't, I didn't sign up just to yell at y'all about various mm. genital configurations for a while. Mm. It is to address, you know, tropes and mm-hmm. myths and inaccuracies in fanfic. And mm-hmm. while this, I would say this is not particularly, it's not particularly common in the fanfic I read because everybody's got dicks. <laughs> 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 but maybe it's more common in Sandra's fanfic, which is why she was like, I just don't fucking get it. I just don't understand what the problem is. She didn't say it with that accent, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, I've just I've run across it a couple of times and I was just curious. Yeah, like in, in a few yeah. fix that I've that I've read. So yeah. yeah. You know, and when when there's no face attached to this voice, I'll talk to you all about anything. I don't care. <laughs> you can't see how red I am. It's fine. So um before I get too far down that shame spiral, good God, what am I doing in my life? Not only is it harder to achieve, it's the the working theory is that it's not actually possible for everybody to achieve so Mm. this is one of the biggest percentage ranges i've ever seen Mm. but it's estimated between 10 and 54 percent of people with vaginas vagina owners assigned female at birth people however you choose to refer to yourself Mm -hmm. can squirt can do this that seems like a stupidly wide percentage range you'd be like yeah and i'm assuming two ears and big toes i'm assuming that's like if we go back to what you were talking about 
that's really not just talking about like somebody peeing during sex. That's what like Dr. Adrian Lara like breaks down as like what that is, like kind of a situation. Like it's it's a yeah, so part of I it. Would, yeah. I would think that that would have to be people, the fluid is not just 100% urine. Mm-hmm. Like there are other things in it. So, yeah. you know, we, we talked about female ejaculate mm-hmm. being different and then squirting being that fluid mixed with urine. Mm-hmm. And I mean, mm-hmm. I suppose there's no, there's no real way to get around that because everything's so interconnected, you know, and mm-hmm. the, the bladder's right there and it all comes out the same place. Yeah, I, I mean. I suppose it's always going to be like, if, you, if you're putting that much pressure on an area. Yeah. Probably going to be a little bit of pee. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I would say the actual, when I Googled this, it was referencing squirting. So mm-hmm. it wasn't making a distinction between female ejaculation and squirting. It was just mm-hmm. squirting. So I would imagine yeah. that kind of covers it. Female yeah. ejaculation as well. Mm-hmm. 10 to 54%. That's fucking, that's stupid. That's like saying, I don't know, everybody with brown hair and fucking five fingers. That's, I don't know. It yeah. seems so wide. Yeah. But, you know, if not everybody can do it and mm-hmm. you don't know if you can do it until you try, you try and do it, it. Yeah. you know, the yeah. puberty fairy doesn't come and knock on and go, tits for you and you'll be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just have to go out into the world and have a go. Yeah. So, mark of achievement. And again, we know that... <laughs> Acts of service are 100% one of these love languages. <laughs> we know that as, as a um, sexual partner, he is very much puts his partner above himself. Mm-hmm. He takes a great deal of pride in leaving a woman satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're talking about heterosexual Dean, canon Dean. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would, I would say that's, that's probably why yeah. he, you know, loses the plot. <laughs> yeah you uh now we're gonna get into the <laughs> i was gonna say nitty-gritty but i don't think that's the right word <laughs> uh some of the more practical questions shall we say and again this one comes from sandra how do you make it happen she didn't say it like that <laughs> she didn't say it like that she didn't say it with that accent either how does one make it happen? Isn't that so much nicer? Imagine in her nice East Coast accent. How does one nice. make it happen, Carly? <laughs> nice. That's nice. How does it happen? Right. It was like, no H's in other So, emoji is the only fucking answer I can give y'all. You know, the, you know the emoji of the person just going, minima, with the hands? That's the answer. I use that a lot, questions. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, it differs from person to person. So, we've established not everyone, even if they own all these parts, is capable of doing this. So says the very minimal amount of research. Maybe there are. Maybe, there, again, maybe there's some magic thing that if anybody bothered to sit down and look at it for five minutes, they'll be like, aha, this one. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So some people, one of the most common, if you Google how to do this, it will advise you to do a very specific thing, which actually we did talk about in the last episode of Fact versus Fiction. The way that you are told via Google or if you watch those how-to porn videos, or there's actually like legitimate how-to videos, I think, that are not porn, but porn adjacent. Um, I don't know. (laughs) But they all say, you know, internal stimulation, make a come-hither motion with your Mm -hmm. fingers, Mm -hmm. stimulate the G-spot, and voila. Okay? 
which is very similar to stimulating the prostate if the person is laying on their back. So, you know, just remember, if their tummy's up, you press up. If their tummy's down, you press down. Don't forget mm-hmm. that. It's very mm-hmm. important to keep reminding you. <laughs> so some people do need that internal D-spot stimulation. Some people can do it um, solely through external stimulation. So clitoral mm-hmm. stimulation, and you can stimulate the G-spot from outside. And I'll get to that in a second. But the best advice I can give you is Google it. Okay. This is, despite how it may seem, not a porn podcast. I'm not here to give actual legitimate pornography sex tips. Okay. Mm-hmm. Google some shit. If you think, mm-hmm. well, this is something I might want to try, have a Google, mm-hmm. have a look about, right? Mm-hmm. So the clitoris G spot thing. Now, I don't know, Sandra. How familiar you are with your own internal anatomy. I won't put you on the spot. I'm just asking it rhetorically, right? So, you don't have to answer, but think in your head, answer in your head. Do you know what the actual anatomy of a clitoris is outside of the bit that you can see? Am I supposed to answer? <laughs> you can answer and cut it out if you want. There's a picture, that's all. Oh, yeah, I, I, I know about that. Right, okay. Sandra, see the picture. Fucking cracking. Right. For those of you that may not know, the clitoris is much more just the external bit that you see, you know, in the external genital configuration if you are assigned female at birth. It has various different bits on the inside. (laughs) It's the only way I can describe it. It's... It's... I I don't know. I saw a bit... (laughs) I saw some of it referred to as fucking legs. All right? So... I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's got legs. It's got bulbs. It's got a corner in it. There's mm-hmm. a fucking lot of shit going on. There's right? a lot. Yep. Properly loads going on. There is an image. <laughs> Look at your own shit. What is at your own risk? Right. Mm. Look at your own risk. So the G spot is not disconnected from everything it is just clitoral stimulation from inside instead of outside Mm -hmm. that's all it is okay Mm -hmm. so if you if you you know stimulating internally you're doing the come hither motion you're just playing with the clip from the other side effectively (laughs) so you know just put aside any thoughts that you may have that these are two separate things they're not it's all one in the same Mm -hmm. you know it's all one in the same so that being said so the, the parts of the clitoris. So you're doing, go, you're doing so good, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> they sort of go around the vaginal opening. So again, it's not just the part that you can see. There's internal things as well. Mm. So that being said, external stimulation, you can stimulate parts of the clitoris externally. And, you know, just parts of it. A makeup that this G spot thing that everybody keeps harping on about, you can stimulate that externally as well, right? And that's enough for some people. So God, I want to get off this fucking topic. <laughs> that's enough for some people. So I just try stuff out, okay? Yes. Uh, magic wand vibrators, pretty good for doing this. Um, obviously, anything that's designed, shaped to stimulate a G spot, also going to be pretty good for this. As with most things sexual, your fingers are always a good bet. You know, you 
can't usually go wrong with that. But if you if one were to be trying this on their own, for example, toys are probably going to help you because you're not necessarily going to be able to get the right angles yourself. And you may not have fingers as big as Sam or Dean. <laughs> you also may be cursed with long withery fingers on your assigned female at birth body going fucking hell, right? You know, maybe you're looking at a picture of Jensen going, oh, fucking hell. You know, maybe your brain has now gone off on a tangent about twins that you're not going to share with fucking everybody else and move on. I can hear Sandra going, I don't understand that. I can hear it. So, oh God. Google, try things out. Mm-hmm. Toys are your friend. Right. Here's a question. This one's from Sandra. This one's not from Sandra. <laughs> this one's from someone else I asked. And I won't name them in case they don't actually want to be tied to this topic. <laughs> Is there a different feel between a quote unquote normal, regular orgasm and a squirting orgasm? So I fessed up however many minutes ago it was. I really need like some kind of counter like a timer or something, because I don't know how long it would go on for. I first up that this is something I can do. So I'm uniquely placed to answer this question, I suppose. In my experience, and this is just my experience, it's not universal, it might not be your experience, it might not be someone else who can do this as experience. In my experience, a squirting orgasm peaks and fades very quickly. It's very intense, but it fades off very quickly. And again, it's... I I personally don't notice a difference in pleasure. It's mm-hmm. a level of intensity. Okay. A traditional orgasm tends to leave you leave me rather with the you know you read it in in fanfic like tingly aftershocky that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carly, I I have had those. <laughs> yeah, I know you have. I'm talking about fan fiction. Maybe someone is listening to this who's never had an orgasm. You don't know. Sorry, I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> no, I definitely wasn't. I was talking to the wall, actually. I'm trying to avoid eye contact with anything in this room. If I thought I could get through this with my eyes closed and didn't have to read things. Yes. But the tingles, the aftershocks, the kind of, yeah. Yeah, the almost yeah. like super almost like a super sensitive aspect to it yes. as well yeah mm-hmm. yes. yeah so that tends not to happen to me if the orgasm is such that squirting occurs okay again just me you're not speaking for everybody yeah. mm-hmm. my experience follow-up question to that can you tell if it's going to happen which comes back to your question earlier on Sandra about do you need to build up to it is it mm. like an intensity thing mm-hmm. so again my answer to this is minimum <laughs> shrug emoji <laughs> yay sometimes yes sometimes no mm. so I would say this probably differs this is probably the same for most people sexually it depends if I'm by myself or if I'm with a partner okay if I'm by myself Yes, it has to build up. Yes, there has to be a build up of intensity. No, it doesn't happen right off the bat. But if I'm with a partner, it can do. Mm-hmm. And it also depends what I may or may not have been doing, what kind of stimulation mm-hmm. may have been involved, you know. So, good God, I hope no family's listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need internal stimulation to achieve this. 
But if there has been internal stimulation, it very much increases the chances that it will happen. Okay. In my experience. So again, it's a lot of the answers to this question is how long is a piece of string? Mm -hmm. It's different. Again, this is my personal experience. I don't speak for everybody. If I'm by myself, for example, and having a nice time, blah, 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 blah. If a squirting orgasm doesn't happen, I don't feel like I'm done. Hmm. I don't know what it is or why my brain goes this way. Mm -hmm. But my brain is like, no, we're not done. No, we're not done. No, we're not done until that happens. Hmm. And then it's quite happy for me to leave myself alone. Okay. Okay. Which can cause some issues because Mm -hmm. it kind of, is it almost like a frustration then too? Like yes. your yeah, an internal frustration yeah. of like you haven't really gotten it. You haven't gotten it all out. You haven't gotten a to little that point. bit, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if you were the kind of person, say, who was lying awake with burning eyes at two a.m. and you can't sleep and you think, mm-hmm. "I'll just take the edge off," and you've got a partner in bed with you who is sleeping, mm-hmm. you can't just sneakily deal with the problem. Mm-hmm. There's a fucking process that happens. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to go empty your bladder. You have to grab a towel. You, there's a fucking system in place. And sometimes that sleeping partner wakes up and you feel guilty as shit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens as well. So, yeah. Okay. It's That's just my personal experience. I would also like to state as well, you can have multiple orgasms and squirt each time. Okay. Which I think... Put, what's paid to the theory that it's not completely reliant on your bladder and completely urine because right if you empty your bladder there's nothing there to to mm-hmm. to, to keep appearing but keep appearing it fucking does mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know interesting that's just yeah and again these are my experiences i don't claim to speak for everybody who can do this Follow up questions to that. All these questions follow up, but you're impressed. I put them all in an order. Yeah. Yeah. This and this. this. So if you've never done this before, if you've only ever heard about it, if by the end of all my icky science and rambling, you're like, well, I think I'll have a go at that. How would one prepare their body for the possibility of this happening? Mm -hmm. So point the first. Massive flashing, neon letters. Da, 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 da. I'll get some can can dancers and everything. Relax. <laughs> that's the first step. And honestly, that speaks to a lot of sexual acts. Yeah. Nothing is going to happen if you're stressed or if you're tense. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're thinking in your head, I have to, I have to achieve this. I have to make this happen. It's not gonna, is it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. Have you ever taken the kind of antidepressants that like kill your libido and make things like weird and difficult? Mm. Yeah. It's like that. And mm-hmm. then you think, God, I just want to get off. I just want to come. And the more you think that, the more your body's like, <laughs> oh, lol, no. Mm, so yeah. Yeah. relax. Step one, one through five is relax. You know, if it happens, that's great. If it doesn't, don't worry about it. You can try again, or maybe you never want to try again. One through five is relax. Okay. Try different things. As I said, one of the first things that you'll see when you Google this is internal stimulation, come hither motion. And maybe that works for you and that's great, but maybe it doesn't. You know, there are other things you can try. There are other 
parts of you that you can simulate that potentially are going to achieve this. Mm-hmm. So take your Google knowledge, but take your own body knowledge as well, because maybe you actually really fucking hate the feeling of that part of your anatomy being stimulated. Mm. And if you're trying to do that to achieve this end, it's going to be awful, isn't it? You're just going to be like, oh, no, yeah. I hate it. No. Yeah. So you know yourself best. Take your Google knowledge. Take the brief snippets of knowledge I've given you in this <laughs> insanity. But, you know, temper it with the knowledge of yourself. Mm-hmm. Try internal and external stimulation. And when I say external stimulation, I'm not necessarily talking about clitoral stimulation. As we discussed, the like parts of the clitoris go around the vaginal opening. So try stimulating that area as well. You know, you have more than just two areas. You have more than just your external clitoris and your G-spot. There's plenty of bits down there that can feel great. Just have a mess about is all I can say. <laughs> Again, one of the big things you're going to see on google is it feels like you're gonna pee i have never personally identified with this it very much does not feel like i'm gonna pee hmm. but it's common enough to be like on the first page of google so heed that warning you know mm-hmm. and that leads me perfectly onto my next point oh my god it's almost like i planned this guys it's <laughs> almost like i laid out these fucking bullet points in this order for a reason how do you get over the squeamishness the mess aspect of it. Because whichever way you try and cut this, it's going to be messy. Mm-hmm. Okay? As I said, it's 2 a.m. You haven't slept in 36 hours and you think maybe, maybe if I just take the edge off, that will help. But you can't just sneakily take the edge off. You have to go get towels and shit. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't get towels and shit, A, you're going to be sleeping in the wet patch that is significantly larger than a wet patch you would be dealing with after normal intercourse. And B, you're going to have to change the bed sheets. Mm-hmm. So, towels, loads of them, fucking loads. Every towel you own, if you want, properly loads. Blanket the bed in towels, all right? All of them, okay? Maybe if you're thinking about trying this and you're thinking when, when would be a good time, if you have like a designated day of the week, month, whatever, that you change your bed clothes, maybe do it before that. So it doesn't matter if the bedclothes get wet because you're going to throw them in the washer anyway. You know, mm-hmm. towels, as many towels as you feel comfortable with. If this is something that you heavily get into, you can buy, a, was it probably for like potty training kids and stuff mm-hmm. or just like general mattress, mattress, mattress protectors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can buy those mattress protectors that have like the um, waterproof sheet, you know, to protect mm-hmm. like, your mattress and everything mm-hmm. um puppy pads that sounds fucking dumb right puppy pads they're designed to absorb liquid mm-hmm. whack one on the bed mm-hmm. whack two on the bed if you feel so inclined you know anything absorbent mm-hmm. maybe maybe time this way you're going to change your bed sheets anyway anything that's going to make you feel comfortable with the mess aspect mm-hmm. I would also say anything that you absolutely don't want to deal with. So like, do you guys have like, we don't tend to do like layers of sheets over here. We have like a duvet, but I think that's called a comforter where you are. No, they call them duvet too. Yeah. Yeah. But mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah, duvet comforter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe just like shove that off to the side completely. Mm -hmm. So it's not in any risk, you know, 
So you don't have to worry about taking it like to a laundromat or something like that because it's too freaking big and it won't fit into your own washer. Yeah. 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 We don't. It's very rare that you would wash a duvet. We have duvet covers that you wash. Yeah, but there are some like instances where like if a comforter just gets like sometimes you just want to wash a comforter because you've had it forever if you don't have a cover. So we've had like those situations where you just buy a comforter that doesn't have a cover. It's just the comforter. And oh no, that's that's not a thing over here. Yeah. Yeah. Ev- everything has a No, you always you would always put a cover on a duvet. No, so some of the like there's comforters, like fancy looking comforters and stuff. You don't put a duvet on them because they've already got all the fancy stuff on it. So you would, you know, you'd have to take that if it doesn't fit into your washer. You'd have to go to take, take the that on the floor. Yeah. If you have a fancy take it out of the room. <laughs> that you don't put a cover on. Take that over to the other side of the bed or kick it on the floor. You don't want nothing to do with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, tying way back into right back at the start of this when I was discussing porn, if you see it in porn, it goes fucking everywhere, doesn't it? Properly everywhere, right? I would like you to bear in mind that that is a concentrated effort by the performer in question to pee. Peeing has pressure behind it, squirting doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not going to be cleaning it off the fucking walls or off the pissing headboard. Do you know how often I see that in male male fix as well? Someone jizzes mm. and it hits the fucking wall behind the headboard. No, mm-hmm. it freaking doesn't. Mm. I will, an argument can be made for the ejaculating person to hit their own chin or chest, mm-hmm. but it ain't in the fucking wall behind the bedboard, behind the headboard, lads. Enough with that, right? Just. Why is that even sexy? Why is that sexy? That's a mess that needs to be cleaned. Somebody has to scrub the fucking wall now. That's gross. Keep your fluids contained, gentlemen. Keep your fluids contained. Or, you know, (laughs) penis owners. However reluctantly you might own that penis. Keep your fluids contained. Pitchers are not hard to come by. Anyway. (sighs) While you're trying to, you know, if you're struggling with the mess, the squeamishness, the, oh God, it's going to go everywhere. It's not going to, fucking spray out of you like a hose that you put your thumb over the end of or like a bottle of champagne it's not quite like that so you know mm. don't start thinking oh god i'm gonna have to ship the whole bed or anything like that but you do to the <laughs> i say bed because i assume that's where most people especially of my age and sandra's age that's where we do any sexual activities that we might want to do because you know maybe we have children maybe our backs can't take sofa sex anymore maybe they're just fucking tired and we want to go to sleep afterwards you know whatever so you do whatever you need to do to make whatever place you're going to attempt this comfortable so fuck loads of towels strip the bed you know mattress protector puppy pads any anything anything that you want to do that if you absolutely cannot deal with the bed or sofa or floor or anything else if the concept of having to potentially clean this up just will not sit right with you get in the bath okay (laughs) you know and uh, and the reason that i'm reading off this particular sheet is because sandra left a beautiful note that was like this is a better alternative to messing up the bed (laughs) bath or a jacuzzi yeah Get in the bath, get in the jacuzzi, get in the hot tub as long as no one else is with you mm-hmm. and you clean it afterwards. But I would say that about fucking in the hot tub anyway. Clean that mm-hmm. shit. That's, mm-hmm. That's just icky. What a yeah. bit, right? 
So if you just cannot 100%, you're just like, no, 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 no. My bed is a sacred space. I cannot deal with this. Try it in the tub. Do not forget your loo. What did we say last time, people? Water. <laughs> water is not a good lubricant, right? It's not a good lubricant for butt stuff. It is not a good lubricant. Even if you have a self-lubing system, water messes with that. Mm-hmm. Get some lube. Get some mm-hmm. silicone lube and have a nice time with yourself in the bath, if you so choose. But, you know, if you choose to outfit your bed in all of the towels that you can find at Bed Bath & Beyond slash and or home bargains dependent on where you are <laughs> or B&M or you know wherever one purchases fucking towels Asda wherever right carpet your bed in them put down a puppy pad put down three rubber mat a uh, rubber sheet waterproof sheet on the mattress whatever again make sure you're relaxed because mm-hmm. if you feel relaxed that there's not going to be mess to clean up that's really going to help you if you get to the, oh God, I'm going to pee mm-hmm. stage of the proceedings. You'll be like, it's fine because I've got 17 towels on the bed. I'm in the bath, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So, yeah. And I, the last the last question that I have, unless Sandra comes up with any more points now, I've yelled in her face for quite some time. <laughs> How long do you, do you try before you just give up on... Oh God, I was going to say water wings. <laughs> How long do you keep going before you give up on earning your squirting badge or your water wings or whatever? The answer to this, legitimately, I have it on the document. You can check me on this. Is how long's a piece of string? Honestly, it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. You have a go. Maybe you feel like you know things felt a bit different you're gonna have another go you had a go it didn't happen you're fucking done with this mm-hmm. it is entirely up to you what i would say is don't let yourself get frustrated it's not for however it's portrayed in fanfic for however it's portrayed in porn it's not the be all and end all of sex mm-hmm. and honestly i will tell you you know front up it's fucking annoying because it's not something that if you can do it, it's not necessarily something that you can control, especially, well, I, I can't necessarily control it. So I can usually tell if an orgasm is or isn't, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to give up on an orgasm just because it is. That's not what we're about. Mm-hmm. So again, I it's 2 a.m. I haven't slept for fucking 36 hours. I still have to go and get a towel. I could have spontaneous sex with my husband, but if it's anything more than, you know, just a quickie, go get a towel, babe. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating mm. to have to constantly be aware of this. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't stop spontaneity, but you get bored of saying, get a towel. Mm. That's all I will say. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't put this up on a pedestal as like the ultimate thing that, an assigned female at birth person, a vagina owner, the ultimate thing that you can achieve sexually because it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's nice, you know, it's good, it's fun, whatever. But if you find that you can't get there, or it's not working out for you, just call it, just call it a day. Don't mm-hmm. boss it yourself. Yeah. But if anything in this horrendous rant has made you think, <laughs> oh, bloody hell, I think I'll have a crack at that, you know take my point as take google but it's like so many things when it comes to female sexuality 
it's kind of on you. Yeah. And that's everybody's sexuality, right? Like, I mean, just in general, it's, you can't go with an ultimate goal in mind when you're, when you're attempting intimacy, I think with, you know, especially like if it's with another person, because I think that stresses, that stresses both parties out as well, you know, and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. There's a lot of reasons why it might not be working. You know, our, unfortunately our brains have a big, I think have a big to do with all of that. If it was just a matter of our bodies, I think it would be a lot easier, but our brains and our emotions and everything else, I think tend to make it a little more difficult to mm-hmm. try to enjoy it, have fun with it. Don't worry about the end result. Go with yeah. the flow, go with the flow. Yes. All of, all of those things, you know, it's the end goal should always be, did I have a good time? Do mm-hmm. I feel good? Mm-hmm. And if you do, great. That's mm-hmm. all that matters. So yeah. that's the end of my <laughs> Google Doc. And again, there will be a link in the description to all of my points and references and a very lovely image mm-hmm. of what the actual clitoris looks like. <laughs> it's not vulgar. It's not vulgar. It's no. drawn. No. You know, and I wouldn't say it's safe for work, but it's not, it shouldn't give you the ick. Yeah. So, but there are, again, any articles I have pulled from, they are all in there Mm -hmm. and all all kinds of various, various fun things. So, unless you have any further, (laughs) any further questions, any follow up questions? Don't, Carly. It's very thorough. If you want to abandon our working relationship at this point, could you wait until we're off record before you tell me? I asked you for this. Are you kidding? I was like, you're, you're, you're like, what do we do? I'm like, can we do this please? So no, appreciate, I appreciate. And honestly, I think at the very least, if there are listeners that, you know, do write and, you know, want to feel that it's okay to learn a little bit more about a topic to feel comfortable writing, I think you've probably helped a lot with that as well. So I think that it's, art imitating life, imitating art, imitating life, that kind of like, you know, cycle thing where you don't know what you don't know, but you can learn more about what you don't know. And that can only help. So who knows? I may eventually write something. (laughs) (laughs) Never know. Never know. Speaking of actually to haul this all the way back (laughs) to the original (laughs) concept of this series, which was inaccuracies, myths, bad tropes in fan fiction mm-hmm. if you did want to do any kind of follow-up reading um, and i'm specifically talking about ao3 here i don't know how it's necessarily tagged on any other websites but for whatever reason ao3 does not have a tag for squirting oh so if you try and tag something as squirting it will change it to female ejaculation okay if you want it to have the actual like squirting tag you have to kind of manually input that like you would manually input, you know, like sandwiches as filthy mouth or yeah. something like that. Yeah. If you allow AO3 to That is so your weird because I feel like I know they like have people that work behind the scenes to like wrangle tags or whatever and like put them together. I'm sure I can't see how this is not a thing that people have written and they haven't decided we need to make this a tag. That's interesting. Very okay, interesting. Well, I have my one of my fix now because I think it's the one that I if you read my fix, you will see I don't 
tend to tag it in everything. I only tag it if it's sort of like comes up in the story. That's well, yeah. is going to be a thing yeah. that happens. But mm-hmm. you will see what a lot of my female reader insert stories, their orgasms tend to be the same, accompanied with fluids, blah, 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 blah. So you can you can reference squirting without actually ever referencing squirting. But in my fic, Missing You, which is a Sam Winchester reader insert, it's tagged squirting, okay? okay? But if I click on it... It doesn't go. Yeah, it doesn't have like related. It takes me to the tag female ejaculation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you are, you know, if you wanted to do some further reading on AO3, search for both of those, you know, like in the additional tag search, mm-hmm. try squirting. And if you're not necessarily getting what you want, try female ejaculation because I don't know why AO3 does that. Okay. I, I, I don't know. Hmm. The amount of fucking weird and insane. You can have Sam, Win- <laughs> Sam and Dean Winchester are erotically whatever that fucking quote is, dependent, blah, 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 blah. You can have that whole quote as a tag, but you can't have square. Or you can, but it won't lead to, mm-hmm. it leads somewhere different. Okay. So That's just, good to you know, know yeah. for your information. But uh, yeah, I would never recommend going to fan fiction for actual sexual advice. But if you want, like, if you wanted to, you know, maybe read up, see how other people interpret the, the subject. This episode is different to the last one because the last one was like, these are dangerous practices that I have seen. Mm. This one is just more, uh, this one's on Sandra. I would never, <laughs> I would never even come, like I would never even follow this. And she was like, I just don't see what the big deal is. Just, what is the fucking big deal? And I was like, well, do you want me to talk about it? And she was like, yes. Mm-hmm. So this is less of a, you know, um, dangerous practices and more of a, Dispelling some myths, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact remains, still fact versus fiction. And hopefully some of you are still with us. <laughs> <laughs> and you can let us know your thoughts about about this topic if you if you if you so choose. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I will I will say our Twitter DMs are always open because I understand that maybe this is not something y'all would want to tweet us about. But if you do have anything you'd like to get in contact with. We will completely respect your anonymity. Please don't worry that we're ever going to like publish anybody's name mm-hmm. or anything like that. We would never do that anyway. Mm-hmm. But obviously, this is slightly more of a personal topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you did want to reach out to us, we will keep you completely anonymous. We won't be like sharing it anywhere mm-hmm. or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I suppose, where can they reach out to us, Sandra? Well, they can reach out to us via email at idlingintheimpala at gmail.com. As Carly said, you can reach out to us on Twitter at idling in the letter D Impala. If you'd like to make your voice a mail, check the description for our link and you can send us a voice message. And you can also find links to our personal socials and our AO3 accounts in the description. And don't worry, we'll also leave a link to some of Carly's uh, stories that contain squirting and female what? ejaculation. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, this is revenge for me bringing fact through reset into the last one, isn't it? No, revenge, not revenge. I I appreciated that. Um, Such a but, sweet voice, like genuine malice. I, no, no. But, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But then there's also a link if you so choose to read about um, my original fiction, and you can visit my author website. I have no squirting or female ejaculation. Anyway. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> I've managed to strong armor into one thing. She said she'd never do. Leave it with me, guys. Leave it with me. Uh. Gosh. Oh, God, for silence from your end. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I know what you're talking about. We don't let anybody else know yet. <laughs> no, that's why I didn't say it out loud. You know, British Shuttle is lost on you. Completely lost. We also have a website now. So too long didn't read. If you don't want to click through all the links and you just want to go to one place and find all the play all the ways to contact us, we have a website. Go to idlinginthempower.com. You find all our contacts, all our socials, blah, blah, blah. There's merch there. There's YouTube stuff, Spotify stuff, behind the scenes stuff. Eventually, we'll get around to uploading the picture of the cat. Leave it with me, guys. <laughs> um, go take a look and send us some feedback. Tell us what you like and what you don't like about our website. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, leave us a comment wherever you access your podcast, but especially if you are watching or listening on YouTube because likes, comments, engagements really help us with the YouTube algorithm. All hail, it's benevolent. And also at time of recording, we have just hit 50 subscribers on YouTube, which is a humongous fucking deal. You know, we started this little, this little, little labor of love, mostly for us. We were just mm-hmm. like, we want to talk about Supernatural and maybe people want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there are 50 of you out there that were like, we want to listen so much. <laughs> we'll stick around so we know when you start yelling about Supernatural. And that is amazing. So thank you all to our 50 YouTube subscribers. And of course, to our Spotify followers. I think there are 74 of you now. Yeah. Which is I also mean, in total goal. from all of the different places where people can listen to our podcast, we're well over... We're well over a hundred, um, like, you know, from all the different, different areas. So whether it's Apple or, uh, Google podcasts, we've got a whole bunch of different places that people, people listen to us and it's very much appreciated. So yeah, that, that you guys have it subscribed and listen to our ramblings. It's, it's awesome. So, so thank you. We're, we're glad we can at the very least entertain you. <laughs> yes. That's, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah. But I handle, I handle the YouTube side of things so mm-hmm. i was like oh fuck yeah. we're 50 subs oh yeah. my god um but thank you to everyone who subscribes who follows you know who chooses to stay engaged with us we appreciate you massively all the loves from us to you <laughs> thank you for hanging out with the back seat and you know like comment subscribe follow all that good shit <laughs> <laughs> in the description of this video there will be the current causes that we are championing go check them out you know if you need them they're there if you can want to feel able to help them that would be freaking sweet and we will say thank you for joining us in the back seat guys and we will see you next time bye guys bye bye <laughs>